0: Good morning, church. Please stand. Lord, we're just so grateful to be in your house today. Welcome in this place we welcome you with praise we welcome you with praise on
1: Blessed be God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Blessed be this you
1: kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen
3: said the first commandment is this Hear, O israel the lord our god the lord is one love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength the second is this love your neighbor as yourself there is no other commandment greater than these now as we prepare to celebrate the mystery of christ's love let us acknowledge our sins and ask the lord for pardon and strength please kneel To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty, God, have
1: mercy on you. We give you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strength you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory. to God in the highest, and, and peace to his people on earth. earth. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
0: who you
4: are. darkness, my God, that is who you are, that is who you are, that
5: The Lord be with you. Let us pray together the Colette. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Little children will come forward. You may be seated. That's the blessings you Rowan, come on. Sunday school time. What's up, bud? If you'll extend your hands out, we'll pray for these beautiful children and grandchildren. Lord, we pray for your blessing, Lord Jesus, on these kiddos, that you would watch over them, that you give them grace today as they go to the Sunday school, Lord, you would speak to them, show them how much, Lord, you love them. Someone's hiding from me down here. Bless them, Lord Jesus. Did I get you yet? Bless her. And somebody's birthday today. Yeah. Yours. Happy birthday. Bless the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, go have fun.
6: This morning's first reading comes from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, commencing at verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me again, saying, What do you mean when you use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord God, you shall no longer use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of of the son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not fair. Hear now, O house of Israel. Is it not my way which is fair and your ways which are not fair? When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness, commits iniquity, and dies in it, it is because of the iniquity which he has done that he dies. Again, When a wicked man turns away from wickedness, which he committed, and does what is lawful and right, he preserves himself alive. Because he considers and turns away from all the transgressions which he committed, he shall surely live and not die. Yet the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not fair. O house of Israel, is it not my ways which are fair and your ways which are not fair? Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, says the Lord God. Repent and turn away from all your transgressions, so that iniquity will not be your ruin. Cast away, from all, cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed, and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord. Therefore, turn and live. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the reading of the psalm. This morning's psalm is Psalm 25. We will start at verse 1 and read responsively by the half verse. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you.
0: Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me.
6: Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed.
0: Let those who be ashamed who deal treacherously without God.
6: Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation.
0: On you I wait all the day.
6: Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness.
0: For they are from a old.
6: Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions.
0: According to your mercy, remember me, for your goodness sake, O Lord.
6: Good and upright is the Lord.
0: Therefore he teaches sinners in the way.
6: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
0: This morning's second reading comes from the book of Philippians, starting at chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection of mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem each other's better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: with you. With your
7: spirit.
3: May the Lord be on our minds, on our lips, and on our hearts as we hear his holy gospel. The holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are reading from Matthew's gospel, chapter 21, beginning at verse 23. Now when Jesus came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him As he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? But Jesus answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, which, if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven... He will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitude for all count John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus and said, we do not know. And Jesus said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of of his father? They said to him, the first. Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house today. We ask that you would be with us and speak to our hearts. Speak through me as you uh, communicate this word in Christ's name. Amen. You may be seated. It's nice hearing Thomas play guitar. Well, um, I got it ask you a question. How about last Sunday? How about last Sunday? Was that was that awesome or what? That was the best, I don't know, one of the best beasts for sure. I, my memory fades now, so uh, it was definitely in the last recent memory. That's the best beast we've been to in a long time. It was really wonderful, and uh, I had a good time. Man, I was in that bounce house like 20 minutes, and I just couldn't get out. I don't know. There was a lot of little kids in there. They didn't like it, but uh so well. Uh. Well, before then, Father Jim's message, how can you top that? I mean, like, I had to come on the week after that message. All I can say is what he said. No, I, I have more to add to it, but uh Um, He was mentioning trees, and he has been talking to our kids about trees and being trees and being planted and having the roots deep down in the earth. And he gave us some very practical things on how to do that. I want to start out by just saying I want all of you to grow into trees, to become mighty trees that are immovable. We are called to be trees. We're called to be trees. Trees' roots grow deep if they're not moved, if they're not uh, disturbed. Now, they take a lot of water and nutrients, but when they do, they grow up huge, and they grow up, and they last. I know when I go back to my parents' house in Oklahoma, I look at the trees in the yard that when, uh, you know, I was a little kid, I would swing from them, and they would be about that big around back then, but now they're about that big around. They're huge. They're these giant trees. And unless the tornadoes hit them, which they sometimes do, uh, or the big winds, uh, you know, they're still there. They're still there. And I like that. I like coming home and seeing the same trees there. It's its just a, a remarkable experience. Um, I was there this last summer, and they're just it's like a forest in our yard now. I remember as a kid it was more barren. It was very barren. They had planted a lot of small trees. Now it's just this forest, this canopy that covers the whole yard, and it's a big yard, too. Um, I was looking up last night trees, uh, some of the big trees that are out there, like the giant sequoias. They grow to 3,200 years old. That is really old, 3,200. I, now, I don't, I don't want to be a tree that's 3,200 years old, I don't think. Uh, there's an olive tree in Crete that's between 2,000 and 4,000 years old. Now, that's pretty amazing. And then finally, there's one right here in California. It's called the Great Basin Bristlecone Tree. It's 4,855 years old. That's amazing. That's amazing that trees last that long, that they stay in the ground, and they are watered, and they survive, and they give fruit. Well, the world we live in, people are looking for trees, People want trees to hold on to. People are looking for something that they can that won't change, just because something happens, just because we have a change in the economy, or a change in uh, a change in in, in in a relationship. They they're looking for something that they can hang on to, and that's why God's called us to be trees, to to be trees, things that will last. They're not moved in difficult times. You know, another way we can look at trees is that they're like pillars with roots that grow deep into the earth. And that's what I want to be. That's one thing that attracted me to come out here 34 years ago. And I've been at this same church 34 years. And in that time, it's like I wanted to be around men and women who wanted their roots to grow deep into the ground and to be pillars and not to be moved. Not to be swayed. By the way, we're called... I've got to read my own writing here, so please bear with me. Scripture tells us that we're called to inherit the earth. Trees inherit the earth. The meek inherit the earth. But we're called to be trees in that sense that we inherit the earth, to be to be stationed here, so when the storms come and the rains and the the rains flood the streets, I saw New York City was flooded with more rain than they've ever had. Is that true? They had like a record-breaking, history-breaking rains, and and the city is flooded. know, when the winds blow, the trees remain. You know, the flood came when Noah built his ark, right? I don't know how many years did it take him to build that ark. A long time. I just know that it was a long time, right? Yeah, years. He, he didn't have like a 3D printer that can make it, right? Uh, it was. It, it took him a while, and then the rains came. Water of the flood flooded the earth. And what did the dove bring back to Noah? It was an olive branch. There was a tree standing somewhere after the flood was over. There were probably many trees still standing. And what do trees do? They provide fruit. They provide nourishment. They One thing I didn't know, they store large amounts of carbon dioxide, which is good for, for our atmosphere, apparently. And then they provide shade for people and animals. I was thinking also, I thought it was kind of funny thinking about trees in their different stages, too, when they're growing, when they're little trees. We had a lot of little trees right up here. I don't know if you guys saw them. They were up here. We were praying for them. They went off to Sunday school. And then, you know, we have medium-sized trees, and they're maturing. They're growing. And it takes a long time for trees to mature and grow fruit. But the only way they can produce fruit is if they have their roots in the ground. That's the only way they can do it. Man, I tried planting lime trees and lemon trees because I just like having those kind of condiments around, right? I love limes, and uh, especially with gin and tonics. <laughs> Um, They're fantastic. And I like to have my own lime tree to do that, right? But I have not been able to do it yet. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I guess I'm just not – I don't have a green thumb on that stuff. I mean, I can grow grass, but I can't grow lime trees. But, you know, it, it takes a long time for those trees to mature to where they can flower and produce fruit. It doesn't happen the first couple of years. So we're not expecting it from the baby trees, right? We're expecting it from the mama tree and the daddy tree, the grandpa tree. We're expecting some fruit from them, and you know we have to mature, but it takes a long, long, long time to do that. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're moving from place to place. You got to be You got to be in one place, and you got to be rooted with the same people for a long time for that to happen. Like I said, the world is looking for stability. Most people, most normal people want stability. Most normal people want what's normal. When I was younger, okay, just, I'm just going to spill some beans a little bit. I was, I thought I was into punk rock. I really was, and I really loved that. I loved that goofiness and craziness and all that, you know. And then I got older. I was like, man, I do not like that. I like normal. I want normal. I want to be normal. Normal is nice. Normal is normal is comfortable. Normal is, in, I can enjoy normal. I just want to be normal. People are looking for that. They want what's normal and good and healthy for their lives. They want stability. They want stability in their relationships, in their jobs. They want love. They want hope and peace. They're not looking for all this other, they're really not looking for all these other things. I think it's because we have too much time on our hands. It's looking for what's immovable yet alive and bearing fruit. They want to see people that are bearing fruit. They want to see people that are rooted in the ground that when things are wrong for them, when things go terribly wrong for them, they want to be able to go to that tree and and hang on to it. That's who they're looking for in a world that's just seeming to go crazy. They're looking for the one thing that they can hold on to, that they can count on. It wants hope and immortality. Trees also point to, and when I, I grew up in Oklahoma, and, and we had forests all around us. I know that sounds strange for Oklahoma because the western side is all flat, right? But the part I grew up in, there's trees everywhere. And I would be out in those trees all the time. And they were so impressive, looking up at them, looking up and, and enjoying. And, and just seeing them, they were just, I don't know, there was something wonderful about being amongst them. And I would—I still go out there. When I was out there in June, I, I started going into the forest for no reason. Maybe looking for the forts I made when I was like 11 years old. I don't know. But uh, but uh it was it was it's there's something beautiful and great about it, but there's something more to the fact. It says that trees point to the creator, to their creator. And the trees praise the Lord. Scripture tells us that. Scripture tells us that the trees praise the Lord. So how do we become like trees? Well, we stay where God has planted us, where God has put us and allow our roots to grow. We just stay there. Sometimes it's not easy, and a lot of t- many times it's not easy at all. Sometimes you want to uproot because the grass is green or somewhere else. You know, I'll give you the, the example again in California and Oklahoma. My parents think that everybody who lives in California are complete. They call them fruits nuts and fruits. I forget what they say, but they, they think we're all crazy people, right? And there are many times I agree with them. I think we're all nuts. Our governor, I'm not, no, I'm going to stop there. Um, <laughs> our government in general, you hear people leaving, going to Arizona, going to Texas, going to other places. I got to get out of here. I've got I've to get out of here. I got to get to a place where it's sane. I don't want to leave. This is my home, this is where I'm planted. This is where I stay. I don't move because I don't like who's in office. I don't move because things seem to be coming against us as a society. Laws passed that I don't agree with that seem to threaten our who we are. I don't leave because of that. I don't leave because some one person, why be so fearful? Let's stay. Let's stay rooted. Let's not move. Oftentimes it's hard for uh, for us. It's hard as these uh, roots are growing. Uh, you know, roots have to break up the hard soil. You know, and that's, that's, we all have hard soil in our lives. It also has to work its way through rocks. You know, this is a picture of our lives. We, we stay planted and allow our roots to grow. We experience that hard soil and... Oftentimes, rocks that face us, and it's, it's oftentimes our own bad habits, you know. Sometimes we've got to face bad habits in our lives and get over them. Sometimes it's sins that, you know, we have hidden, that we don't deal with, that we don't recognize. And we have to plow through that. We have to work through that. We've got to overcome it. Roots overcome sin. Roots overcome bad habits. Roots overcome that hard soil. But you got to stay there. Sometimes it's our, uh, you know, just ra- it's just life, raising kids, trying to meet our financial obligations, work issues, relationships, whatever it is. I mean, you know planting those roots, it's not easy. Because you've got to break through a lot of stuff. You've got to work through a lot of things. And you have to do it with other people. People you may like and people you may not like. But you've got to work through that to plant those roots. Let me say something to you about when you're making decisions about your roots and where you're supposed to be. Do not compare what you have to others. Do not compare what you have to others. God blesses you in your life as he blesses you. Not because of what you've done or haven't done, but you need to seek God and ask him to take care of your family. But do not compare yourselves to others. You've got to let God be the one who judges you and takes care of you. Because if you don't, You'll make bad decisions. You will end up moving, pulling up your roots. Well, you know what? I just can't deal with it here because I don't have this, this, and this, and this. Well, you know what? Maybe you're not supposed to have them right now. Maybe God is trying to grow your roots down to where you one day can have them, but not right now. That's called maturity. That's called growing up. But if you stay planted and I'm using Father Jim's scripture from last week if you stay planted by the waters of God, you will see growth and fruit, Jeremiah 17:8. "For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river. And get this, I love this, and will not fear when heat comes. He's not going to fear when heat comes. We hear right now the economy is going down, and that can grip people's hearts and go, oh, no, what am I going to do? Don't fear. Don't fear. God has his life in your hands. You think those trees worry about how they grow? Oh, my gosh, I hope my roots go down deep enough. I hope my bark is thick enough to withstand the weather. No, they don't worry about that. They just, they trust God. They just, they just grow. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. We've had a bad drought in California for years, right? Seemed like we got over a good part of it last year. And I tell the students at school, keep praying for rain because one, I like rain. I like rain and I like Big Bear Lake filled up so I can go up there and boat on it. Things like that, right? But don't be anxious when there's drought. Drought's going to come and go. God's going to water you. God's going to take care of you. Nor, And it says this, and will, and this tree will not be anxious in the year of drought nor cease from yielding fruit. If you'll, you will yield fruit in the drought. You'll yield fruit when the heat comes. Eventually, get this, eventually those roots destroy everything in their path. I don't know if you've had a ficus tree at your house. Anyone ever had a ficus tree at their house? What happens to your foundation? Yeah. Destroys everything in its path. Those roots destroy foundations. I I ended up cutting down a tree, a beautiful big ficus tree in my first house. Because it was moving the wall. This giant wall between me and my neighbor. It moved it over several inches. Because the ficus roots were just pushing it. That's what your roots will do. With the things in your lives that you face, it's going to push those things out of the way. So how do you stay planted? How do you allow for your roots to grow deep? Some things are very obvious. You need to pray every single day. Now, I'm not saying you have to pray the daily office. People in holy orders pray the daily office. I would suggest that you pray the daily office, but you need to pray every day because it's not because of whatever, uh, you know, something that check God checks off of his list. He prayed today. That's good. He can get into heaven maybe. No, you pray every day because you need it. You need it. The only reason I come to church is because I need it. There's many days I don't want to come to church. There are many days I want to stay home and watch football. Because, you know, football is almost next to godliness. <laughs> read the scriptures every day. Read the scriptures. I read the, da- I read the daily office scriptures, one, because uh, school, uh, we do the daily office with our kids. But the other thing is is because I like someone else telling me what I have to read. Because then I don't get inspired in my own little uh, whatever funk I might be in, and I want to look up a scripture that makes me feel better about myself. I, I, look up the, I look up the ones in the daily office, and then it goes, Phil, you need to grow up. And I'm like, oh, God, why did I read that one? Why didn't I read the one about, Phil, you're blessed beyond measure, you know? <laughs> don't miss church. You need fellowship. You need fellowship. In fact, fellowship is a crucial part of growing your roots. Very few trees make it on their own. They're usually in groves. And that's because they feed each other as part of an ecosystem. You need others to support you as you go through your difficult times. You need others to share their experiences with you. You need to spend time with your family. Spending time with your family is a is in it is almost as tantamount as going to church. You need to spend time with your family so that they can be those little trees can grow into big trees too. You also need to spend some time alone. My wife makes me go out and do what she calls blue space. You guys ever heard of blue space? Blue space is, I guess, a fancy word for going to the ocean and seeing it. Um, <laughs> so I go and get my blue space. You know, it was funny when they were talking about, uh, uh, I think we were talking to Debbie and, and Ken, my brother and sister-in-laws um, in Michigan and and they're out there walking through the forest. And Kelly's like, you get in your green space. It's like, yeah, they're looking at trees, babe. It's, they're green. Uh, but she calls it blue space. Sorry if you're watching this. Um, I'm not making fun of you. Blue space is great. And I don't want to go get my blue space because I want to get more work done. I want to get focused on whatever it is at the moment. But you know what? You've got, you got to take the time to do that. You've got to take the time to rest. The tree rests, by the way. Trees rest. They don't constantly work all day long. You need time alone to hear God. What do they call it today? Uh, uh, what is it? Mindedness? Something minded? Mindfulness? I thought... <laughs> That's the same thing I, we've been doing all our lives, right? Mindfulness, is just getting away with God. And I'm getting mindful. All right. Well, let's move on. Other. Uh, oh, by the way, in our fellowship, eventually those roots even become intertwined. We become a really tight new, tight knit group of people. Now we want to always draw more in too, right? But that's what's happened to us. I always kid that, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're a church of inbreds because we're married to so many different people here, right? But, uh, but you know, where our roots become intertwined. When I first moved out here, I wasn't related to anyone. Now I'm related to several of you guys somehow. I don't, I don't even know who I'm related to anymore. But that's a great thing because that's what God's building on the earth. He's going to cover the earth with his glory as the waters cover the sea. And we're going to be a community of believers that's going to grow in that same way that we covered San Clemente, at least this neighborhood. And we want them to be a part of us because it's a place where people can get hope and peace and joy Some people just need to be, to talk to someone. They just need someone to be in fellowship and relationship with. Other things that keep our roots from growing properly uh, is, or that uh, prevent us from growing our roots aren't so obvious. Um, If you guys remember the gospel this morning, You had the son, the first son who said, no, I'm not going to go do what you say. And then later on he regrets it and he does it. And then the other son says, "Uh, yeah, I'll go do it. And then he doesn't do it. And Jesus asked the Pharisees, well, who did the will? And they said the first one. If you know what you're supposed to do, what God is telling you to do. What God is telling you to do, do it. Just do it. Don't try to rationalize it in your head. Just do it. If you know that you're supposed to go and do the dishes for your wife when she's sick and you want to watch basketball, go do it. If you know that you're supposed to uh, go help the poor, go do it. Just go do it. If you don't, you're like that son who said yes, and then you said you ended up not. And this is a problem because, you know what, you can't grow that way. You can't mature that way. We want to be better humans. We want to be better people created in an image of God so that we can share that image with the rest of the world. Our Old Testament lesson tells us to repent and turn from all our transgressions. If you have transgressions, confess them to God. Get over it. Get beyond it. God's not holding them against you, by the way. He's forgiven you. But confess it and get those out of the way so that they don't hold you back in your life anymore. Get done with them. Let's get those roots grown down. Are you doing the will of your Father in heaven? I I think all of you are here, but each man and woman has got to know that and own that for themselves. Okay, I can't own that. I don't know that. It's difficult. You have to give up what you want to allow, what you want to do to allow your roots to grow. Uh, one way I'll give you a, a couple little ways you can. This is a, here's a food pantry commercial. One way is in our New Testament lesson, esteem others before you're better than himself. Look out for the interest of others. Food Pantry is a good example. You want to go out there and esteem others more than yourself or look out for the interest of others. That's a great place to do it. I, I remember when I first started doing it in 2000. Well, I've been doing it since the 90s, but I really started taking over about 2008. And i didn 't want to i just got to tell you i 'm just being honest i, I didn 't want to be around poor people. <laughs> that sounds terrible doesn 't it i didn 't want to be feeding poor people now when I say that don 't get me wrong i 'm not saying i don't i don 't uh, you know that I have some aversion. It was just like i didn 't want to help poor people get food. I knew it was a really important part of our church. I knew that it was an important part of what we do in fact, I knew it was a lifeline I knew that it was like if we didn't do the food pantry out here, it would be like cutting off one of our arms. We really needed, it's it's a life, it's, it's part of our life as a church. So I just stayed with it, I stayed with it, I stayed with it, and many times we would have two people out there, maybe three, and we would have sometimes no food. Remember Father Jim, I called him one time, we didn't have any food at all, and he goes, go down and buy a bunch of chickens from Albertsons and uh, some cheese or something like that, and we brought them all back, and that's all we had. Now, if you come out here, you can see everything we have. It's like a grocery store out there. It's huge. But what I found out in my own heart is this, is God was working things out in my heart about helping the poor, to have a lot more compassion, to be a lot more concerned about others than me. Because, you know, I, like I said, I didn't want to do that. Am I going to do it forever? No, but I'm going to be a part of it because I want I, those people out there looking. They're hungry. And they're hungry for more than just food, too, by the way. The last time I spoke, I'm going to just finish it with this. The last time I spoke, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for, my, for I am gentle and lowly in heart heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you want to see your roots grow down deep, take on the yoke of Christ. Take on his yoke. Every one of us carries a yoke, whether we realize it or not. Whatever burdens you have, you're carrying a yoke. Go to Christ and take on his yoke. He wants to lighten your load, guys. He wants to lighten your load. Take Christ's yoke upon you. You'll find rest for your souls. You'll be, you will be planted and your roots will find the living water that will cause you to grow into mighty trees like the cedars of Lebanon. You will not be moved by the winds and the storms and you will be, a fruitful, you will be fruitful even during the drought. You will become a source of life and hope for others. The people look to you as someone who is immovable and planted deeply, and they can come to trust in that. They can come to trust in you. They're going to come to trust in coming here, being here. As you grow and allow your roots to reach deep into the ground, all the things that you've wanted to fulfill in your life, God's going to bring those things to pass, and you'll see it. It may take a long time, and that's okay. I want to see us by CBS one day, but uh, that's a different story. I don't know if that's, I'm going to see that in my lifetime. But uh, um, but I just want to encourage you guys, be like trees. Be like trees. Let yourself go through the hard things and don't move. Don't move. Amen.
1: We're going to continue now with uh, a baptism. What a, what a beautiful picture Phil has uh, made for us about the kingdom and the church, church's part, individual's part in building the kingdom. And uh, then we have this amazing opportunity, uh, special day for me, because... We're going to expand the kingdom right here, right now.
5: Okay.
1: Get this thing here going. I was sitting there this morning... Staring at this, this, wondering how many baptisms this has been used for. We found it in an antique store, right, and had it totally refurbished. And uh, we've done dozens ourselves. But what a what a picture of the church right here, right? What a picture of the church. Okay. Candidate for holy baptism will now be presented. I present every Day 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 to
7: receive the sacrament
1: of baptism. Amen. Will you be responsible for seeing that the child you present is brought up in the Christian faith and life?
7: I will with God's help.
1: And will you, by your prayers and witness, help this child to grow into the full stature of Christ?
7: I will with God's help.
1: Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the evil powers of this world, which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? I I renounce renounce them. And do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God?
2: I I renounce
7: renounce
1: them. Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? I do. Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I
7: do.
1: And do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? I do. The congregation, will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support Everett and his life in Christ? We will. Let us join with those who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. Do you believe in God the Father?
7: I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and
2: earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the
1: Son of God?
2: Do you believe in
1: God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy
7: Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
1: Will you continue in the Apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayer? I will with God's help. And will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being?
5: I will with God's help. Amen. Let us now pray. For this child who is to receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver him, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth.
1: Lord, Lord, hear our prayer.
5: Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit.
1: Lord, hear our prayer.
5: Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit.
1: Lord, hear our prayer.
5: Send him into the world and witness to your love.
1: Lord, hear our prayer.
5: Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory.
1: Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection (laughs) and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you.
2: And also
1: with you Let us give thanks to the Lord.
2: It is right to give him thanks and praise.
1: We thank you Almighty God for the gift of water. Over it the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we're buried with Christ in his death, and by it, we share in his resurrection, and through it, we're reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who were here cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Savior. To him and to you and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. Uh, would you hold this child? That will be perfect. <laughs> yeah. He's undercover this morning. This is Pastor Joe. He's an (laughs) ordained minister as well. And and what a privilege it is to uh, serve in any capacity with him. And so we're going to do this together. Okay. He's right over there. Everett Preston May, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Rest and you were sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Let us pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the water of baptism and the Holy Spirit that you bestowed upon this your servant for the forgiveness of sin, and have raised him to a new life of grace. Sustain him, O oh Lord, in your Holy Spirit, given him an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere a spirit to know and love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. We're going to put this on him. His own little stole. Because he's part of the priesthood of all believers now. And uh, you're dead. We welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified, proclaim His resurrection, and share with us into His eternal priesthood. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Turning, reaching in with the peace. (laughs) Amen.
7: The Lord be with you.
2: With your spirit.
7: Okay. Uh, Announcement for all the men in the church. We want to be trees. We want to see some trees. We want to be planted. We want to have fellowship. And uh, I I need to know from you guys this week and next week, if you want to go to this men's retreat, please come and let me know. Email me, call me, or just uh, find me here at church. Let me know if you can come. I really want to encourage you to come to this. This is a great event where God moves in our lives. So, uh, yeah, just please let me know if you want to come. If you're believing that you can come and you can't afford it, come tell me anyway. Okay? There are opportunities and there are ways we can do this, but don't let, any, don't let anything like that stop you. Please let me know if you'd like to come to this retreat.
3: We can see uh, the rest of our announcements up on the screens. We have Fire Night coming up uh, this Wednesday, 7:30. Yeah. Chuck
2: E. Cheese
4: Night,
3: Woo. the night of all nights, Tuesday, October 10th, 3 to 8. 3 to 8. If you really want to become a tree, you come down to Chuck E. Cheese Night. Ladies meeting, 10 a.m. on the 28th of October. Contact Mia Harris. Trunk or Treats, 6 p.m. on Halloween night here at the church. And that's it. Ascribe to the Lord the honor, do his name, bring offerings, and come into his courts. Let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor to the Lord.
4: Jesus is mine, he's been my fourth man in the fire, time after time, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. And what he did for me on Calvary is more than enough. I trust in God, my Savior, the one who will never fail. He will never fail. submission all is at rest I know the author of tomorrow has ordered my steps so this is my story this is my story Praising my risen King and Savior all the day long, I trust in God, my Savior. heard any answer. That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust in God, my say.
1: be with you.
7: And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
7: Our
2: Father,
1: all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood a holy nation of people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you call us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread and gave you thanks, and he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples. And he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Later, when supper was ended, he took the cup, and again he gave thanks and praise, and he gave the cup to his disciples, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ, Christ is dying. Christ is risen and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into the one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of the clergy. Remember those who were sick or infirmed in spirit, soul, her body. We Remember Susan and Naomi and Sonia and Somford, Karen and Tammy, Soledad, Sherry, Patrick, Richie, Bob, Mary, Danny, our Marines and sailors at Camp Pendleton, and all those serving in our armed services. You may pray for those who you're praying for now. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken, and as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ for the world. Lord, have mercy on us all. You've made us worthy to share eternal life with Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Joseph, her husband, and with the apostles and the martyrs and all the saints who have gone before us, may we praise you in union with them and give you glory to your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray. forever and ever. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are they who are called to the Supper of the Lamb. Lord,
7: I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be
2: healed.
1: Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world.
7: Have mercy
1: on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. The gifts of God for the people of God.
4: Yeah. The
1: given and then demonstrated signs and wonders following. That's my belief. In thanksgiving, let us pray. Eternal God, God, Heavenly Heavenly Father, You have graciously accepted us as living members of Your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And You have fed us the spiritual food in the sacrament of His body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace, and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast in the hell, Satan, and all evil spirits who wander through the world, seeking the ruin of our souls. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The, the maker, maker of heaven, of heaven, heaven and, earth. and earth. Remember the gospel. Of God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world with himself. Not counting men's sins against them. And he loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. And he'll never leave us. He'll never forgive us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. I
4: sought the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. I sought the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. I sought the Lord, and He heard, and He answered. That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust Him, I saw, the Lord, he heard, I saw the Lord. And He heard and He answered, I saw the Lord. And He heard and He answered, I saw the Lord. And He heard and He answered, that's why I trust Him. That's why I trust in God, my Savior. Ever Thank
2: you,
4: I trust in God, my savior, the one who will never.
2: Trusty.